Hey, Dan Doinks. This is former All-Big Ten Illini wide receiver Brandon Lloyd. With the football season here, I'd like to remind you that the Gophers are still mediocre. And Brett Belima is going to own P.J. Fleck in no time. Go Illini. Go Bears. Go Zero Doinks Podcast. scrambles to the line on first down and goal it is Epstein and he gets the touchdown who is getting swallowed up he loses the football scoop and sprint there goes Kelvin Hart touchdown Illinois Sitkowski, end zone, Ford, touchdown, Illinois. Here's Williams, the other converted QB, and he dances in, touchdown. How about Art Sitkowski, the Rutgers transfer, takes over early in the game for the injured Peters, manages the game when he needed to, made the big plays when he needed to, and 30-22, to 22, Illinois over Nebraska in Brett Bielema's first game. Just step one. episode dedicated mostly to the Illini football squad yeah that's exactly right if you came here for the Bears this week you're gonna have to wait till next Tuesday when we preview Bears Rams but if you like Big Ten football if you like the fighting Illini if you like the Minnesota Gophers if you love Nebraska Cornhusker tears you came to the right place for just a little bit of extra zero doinks this week here you go. Hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. We love you. Zerdikes. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zandorks! Oh my god, what a bonus episode! You thought we were taking the whole week off, didn't you, you loyal listener, you silly ass? No, we couldn't take a full week off. We love ourselves too much, Dan, don't we? And we love our audience. Hi, Dan, how are you? Hey, I'm good, buddy. Is there any chance we're doing this if the Illini would have lost on Saturday? No, 0% chance. (laughs) 0% chance. That is a perfect segue. Let's hit the Big Ten Minutes. Weirdest Big Ten Minute, and I love it so much. (laughs) Big Ten Minutes. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini, and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers, minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. 
Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only gopher fan that people know. Welcome back to Doinks Big Ten Minute. Dan Doinks, your gophers have a huge game on Thursday hosting the defending Big Ten champs. But I think this year's Big Ten champs played on Saturday, didn't they, Dan? That's the rumor. That's all I heard all day Saturday, maybe all day Friday night, all day Saturday night, maybe into today as we're recording this Tuesday. I'm still hearing about it. Are we, and I mean we, uh, mostly meaning you and other Illini fans, are we now saying that Nebraska football is good? Absolutely. Absolutely. Nebraska is a very good football team. They will probably only lose one game this year. And that just happened on Saturday. Absolutely. They, hey, you know what? Everybody was saying it before the game that they were the dark horse <laughs> to win the Big Ten West, Nebraska. But they had the wrong team. They had the wrong team. They were looking on the wrong sideline. The sneakiest team in the Big Ten this year is the Illinois Fighting Illini. And I was there to see it in the flesh. Yeah, you should have been a- there too, Dan. No, I was not invited, but thank you for telling me now. Um, <laughs> give me the give me the rundown. How was the experience? It oh. it kind of you know it had to have been awesome after no college football essentially since twenty nineteen. Give me the full rundown of the Bill Doink's experience. Bingo! It was that's exactly right. It was electric. I think a big part of that was because, as you mentioned, no fans in the stands last year. Of course, in twenty twenty, just hearing those snares get hit by the Illini band absolutely just made me want to want to borderline cry. It was amazing. We got there super early. It was my wife, my two kids, my parents. We tailgated. We had a parking pass very close to the stadium, and we had just immediately just got into it, busted out some delicious beers, some chicken, Brown's chicken. Thank you, Brown's chicken. You are delicious. Thanks for your biscuits. Yumma, yumma, yumma. And we made our way to the stadium. Give any questions on that, Dan? Give any questions about about the chicken experience? Is Browns now a sponsor? Did I miss something? Um, they are not, but our DMs are wide open for your Browns. Absolutely wide open. But man, it was so it was so electric. The line I have uh, a section called uh, Grange Grove, just that enters the stadium. So the players, when they uh, when they arrive on their team buses. They walk through this grove. The fans surround them. They go nuts. The band is there. It's awesome. It was fantastic. Everybody was hyped. And uh, and now they're allowed to sell beer at, in, and around Memorial Stadium. So, wow. the, uh, yeah, it was, it, got, it was even extra awesome. And it was hot, Dan. I, I know you could tell on TV. I think they it showed a toasty. lot of thermometers. Holy shit. It was so hot. We... We found like the only shade in our lot with a great eyes there by by Phil Senior. He he saw a tiny tree with a little bit of shade and he said, "Boom, let's do it." That's where we're tailgating. Great call, great call, Phil Senior. Good job. Uh, Phil. Yeah, it was. I think it was ninety three degrees and no breeze, like absolutely no breeze. Nary a sky, a sky in the cloud. <laughs> Either way, cloud in the sky. Got in the stadium, had great seats. Uh, people were dropping like flies. The fans were a lot of Nebraska fans were absolutely dropping like flies. So, uh, grow up Nebraska fans, you know, you should be used to the heat in the farms, 
but no, it was, it was like, it was dangerously hot. You know, you're sitting on bleachers and there was no escape. Uh, it was, it was awesome. Great game. Illini played well and, uh, the stadium was beautiful. The concessions were way more organized than Soldier Field. So take some lessons, Soldier Field. They had their shit together at Memorial Stadium. There's no excuse. And yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Dan, any, any questions? Yeah, one, one, well, one observation, uh, there was a lot of posts from the, uh, the Hot Ones guy, Sean Evans, okay. who was in the house. Yes. He was wearing jeans. We were talking about how hot it was. Oh. He was on the sidelines wearing jeans. Is he have a problem with his legs? Because it looked very warm to see in photographic form. It looked that, warm to me. That's, that's a great question. I think we need... We need to dive deep into uh, seeing if Sean Evans has leg issues. That's a fantastic question. Yes, he was uh, he was honored pregame. He was like the uh, the celebrity guest, if you will, and uh, met the captains and whatnot. He was in town to film a special Hot Ones episode with Illini basketball head coach Brad Underwood. So check your local listings, YouTube.com. Uh, so that was fantastic. It was. It was I'll be sure to DVR that, Bill. I will <laughs> yeah, DVR the do. hell out of that. <laughs> please do. DVR that. Absolutely. Why don't you TiVo it while you're at it? Uh, <laughs> I uh, Halftime honored was the 2001 Big Ten Champs. That was my senior year at U of I. Kirk Kittner, Rocky Harvey, Brandon Lloyd. Oh, Brandon Lloyd. Uh, sorry, not sorry, Dan, for his message to kick off this bonus episode. He had a lot of harsh words about your gophers. You didn't seem too kind to Brett Bielema either, because I'm pretty sure he didn't say his name right. So we'll just call it even. Even Sean Stevens on that. Stevens? Well, it was Evans. That's it. Damn it. I really blew that one. That's all right. That's all right. You absolutely nailed it, I thought. Uh, so, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it, it was it was great seeing live sports in a game that actually counted. It was, uh, it was great. I, I borderline, like, had goosebumps when – when uh, just during the whole experience, I was like, damn, I really missed live sports. I had no idea. And uh, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome, Dan. Well, good. I'm happy for you. Uh, now, be serious with me. Do you feel like Illini, the, the Illini are better than you expected? Are you concerned about the quarterback situation? Where, what it maybe has changed in your mind in terms of the actual football? Well, absolutely nothing, considering you heard my prediction uh, last episode, Dan. I was, I, I think I had us at a four and one start, and now it's actually not crazy to think after getting this win. It's absolutely nuts. I, I do think they are, in all seriousness, uh, a little better than I expected. I, I did expect them to win, though, just because they play Nebraska so well, or they have at least the last three years. So that for whatever reason, we match up very well with them. So that, that was not shocking to me. Yes, Brandon Peters, starting quarterback, uh, busted his left shoulder a bit. I don't think it's super serious. He's definitely out at least one week, probably two. Um, but he, he could come back. But you know what? Art Sitkowski behind him, a former Rutgers quarterback, actually did really well once they allowed him to throw. I think they had seven straight rushes, and I thought, oh, my God, does Sitkowski not have a right arm? What's going on here? Uh, but, no, he had a couple a couple sweet passes. He, uh, he played well, Luke Ford. So guys like Illinois – Guys that Illinois football fans have been waiting to appear that have been very talented, like good recruits that just haven't done it on the field yet. Luke Ford, tight end. Isaiah Williams, converted quarterback, who's now a wide receiver. Reggie Love, who's a redshirt freshman quarterback. 
uh, was a uh, running back, rather. They all had great games. Converted quarterback Deuce Span, that was a surprise. He's a freshman. All of a sudden, he's wide, he's at wide out. He caught like a 55-yard catch out of nowhere down to the one-yard line. That was pleasant. So I was what I was most surprised with, Dan, was the defense. Uh, the defense was excellent. That was a huge issue uh, during the Lovey era, Lovey Smith era as a defensive expert. I'm a defensive expert. Oh, cover two, Tampa two. Uh, so so that, that was the most pleasant of all the surprises. I thought they, they played really well against a dual threat guy like Adrian Martinez, who also really stinks. No offense, Adrian Martinez. He is so inaccurate. Terrible. He's terrible. Yeah. yeah. They're, Nebraska's bad. And they're yeah. going nowhere fast, and they're stuck with Scott Frost for a while, who yes. just generally seems like a meathead. It's easy to dislike Nebraska, oh, right? Very, I mean, it's yes. They're they're fans. I guess I don't know a lot of Nebraska fans, but people act like it's still a big program. It's not. They've been irrelevant for a very long time. So. Yes. You know, I'm not trying to take anything away from your Illini win. I'm very happy for you, but Nebraska stinks. <laughs> hey, both can be true. Both, both can, can be, be true. Illinois, That's right. Illinois can be surprisingly good. Nebraska could be bad. Let me, just before we get to your Gophers and their huge game on Thursday, you mentioned Nebraska fans. I'll walk you through a little uh, uh, post-game uh, fiesta we're having in the lobby of our hotel uh, we got the kids in their pajamas, gave my pads, and we're like, Mom and Dad, Grandma and Grandpa, we are going to have some beverages here in the lobby. We got the Bears pregame, uh, or, uh, last preseason game on in the lobby. Justin Fields looked amazing. And, uh, and then there were some Nebraska fans next to us. They were great sports. They, they were very realistic. I asked them, I'm like, so is this going to be the end of Scott Frost? They're like, no, his buyout is like a bazillion dollars still. So, so we were stuck with them. They – they were a little more open-minded toward him, but you could tell they were very, they were so hurt by the results of that game. They were, uh, I, I almost felt bad for them. They're very, very nice. Dan, do you have a question on that? No, I don't. I okay. absolutely do not. <laughs> okay, that's fine. The, uh, but the best part of that lobby experience was when we were hanging out with the Nebraska people, uh, in walked James McCourt's parents. James McCourt is the kicker for the Illini. His parents, uh, Kieran and Margaret McCourt, they were super amazing. They popped over, they saw us in Illini gear, and they shouted out, I-L-L-I-N-I. They saw the Nebraska fans, and they apologized. They didn't want to come across as rude because they are from Ireland. They are from Dublin. They are super nice, way more polite than us dirty-ass Americans. Uh, they were unbelievable. They hung out for like half an hour. We were chatting it up. Super nice. They were bummed that because the game was originally scheduled for Dublin, the Nebraska-Illinois game, and they were going to host like all the players' parents uh, and kind of um, repay them for the, the, uh, all the tailgates that they've been part of at Illinois. Uh, but, they, but the bonus to them was their son could be a super senior. So he had an extra year of eligibility to, to play football for an additional year. Like He's best friends with Blake Hayes, the Illinois punter from – from uh, Australia, and then our boy Hugh Robertson, they're all super close. They, they're called the Lads, uh, and so we talked about Huey for a while. They love you, Hugh, and as do we, obviously. Hugh, I saw you when I watched the game back uh, the other day. 
you were wearing a bucket hat on the sidelines and you looked very warm, <laughs> extremely warm. You're from Australia. That should have been like nothing to you, man. 93 degrees. That's nothing to an Australian. Right, you know, Dan? I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say that was, um, a defense of potential, uh, swooping magpies. <laughs> that is a great call. That is an absolute great call. But, uh, yeah, Kieran and Margaret just want to give you a shout out. Uh, you seemed energetic and not at all skeptical about zero doinks. So uh, if you're listening, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. And we apologize. We are sorry. Uh, we are sorry. Can we, absolutely sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, any, anything else? I want, well, I want to stick with the Alina. We want to talk about this week's game. You good with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's do that because let's be honest. Most of the people who listen are not Gopher fans. They're probably just going to turn this off after the Illini segment is done. I know that. I'm a Gopher fan. I'm realistic. So let's let's do it. Let's just stick with the Illini, and we'll, okay. we'll give you a breather. If you don't want to hear Gopher thoughts, so be it. You're a loser, but so be it. All right. <laughs> uh, so you have U- UTSA this weekend. Yes. 6.30 yes. kick Saturday night. Does that sound yes. right? Confirm. That sounds right. Yep. Big Ten I... Network. Yes. Okay. I see your Illini are minus six. Yes. Over-unders 49 and a half. Yes. I have a feeling which way you're going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but why don't you just fill me in? Okay, so we kind of made fun of this opponent when you and I were talking last episode. We had never heard of them. Uh, I did a little research on them, although we're not big research guys. They're actually pretty good. They were 7-5 and five last year. Uh, they played some decent teams. They beat Baylor a couple of years ago. They're kind of sneaky. they got a bunch of guys coming back. I am not nearly as cocky as I was in the preseason for this game. Uh, classic, classic trap game before Virginia, our big rival, Virginia. Classic uh, so. trap game. <laughs> but I feel good. I think our guys are rolling. I think we cover that, that six. I think we win by 10. I would absolutely hump the over as well. Uh, I think both offenses are pretty good. Uh, I don't know that it'll cover by much in that category, but that's what I would do. I would parlay and feel really good about a 2-0 start for Brett Bielema and his fighting Illini. Which way would you go, Dan? I like Illinois to win the game. I don't like him to cover. I think they're going to win by a field goal by uh, your guy, McCourt. Yes, right? James McCourt. James yes. McCourt. I like that, and I like the under. I think it's going to be a lot of run in the football for the Illini. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I would take the under and UTSA, but I think your Illini are going to win. I did... Also do a little research on your the Roadrunners as well, yes. just before we jumped on here. It's a big school. They have 34,000 students. Holy I shit. I have no they idea. Have, they, have a, they have a few campuses, but I was shocked. I thought it would be like 10,000 students. But they're apparently a Conference USA team. I learned that today. That was fun. <laughs> they did play BYU last year, and they only lost by seven at BYU. So. Hmm. I don't know what that means in terms of who they have coming back from last year's team who's gone. I have no idea, but that's a quality loss, right? Your boy, oh, Zach yeah. Wilson, your your favorite guy. <laughs> right, yeah. my favorite And Tonga. Guy. Tonga. I wonder how he played. I should have looked that up. Um, oh, he played great because he's amazing. He is amazing. I did look up the some famous alumni from UTSA. Uh, one of them's Bruce Bowen, ex-Spurs oh. player. Didn't yeah. have to travel far after college. Good for him. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Beadle. Is that how you mm. say your name? With ESPN? So. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, rapper performer Travis Scott. Wow. Yeah. Those are those are like those are three legit alums. Yeah, and uh, Wikipedia said Travis Scott went to UTSA, 
but then in parentheses says no degree. Hmm. Like, did you really have to say that? Like, who cares? That's mean. Absolutely mean. It's just mean. That's just mean. So those are the only UTSA facts I have. So I, I like your I, your line are off to a good start. I, I hate to admit it, but Bielema's going to – he's going to get the boys rolling there. So it's yeah. only only going to get better for you and Bert and his big belly. That's right. Absolutely. No, that's, that's what the McCourts think, too. They think it's going to be a special year in Champaign, and I – agree with them it was so awesome but yeah I'm, i am a little uh a little squeamish about the opponent on, on saturday night that is uh i think that is going to be a very very close game so hopefully art sikowski <laughs> has another great game uh taking snaps that's that's what we need we need at least one more week out of good old art that would be fantastic I still like. Uh, also, I, oh yeah, go I, ahead. I still like you calling it a classic trap game before <laughs> yeah. Virginia. Just that I don't know why that got me. Classic <laughs> trap game. You should absolutely sell your picks uh, over like one eight hundred numbers and just call it a classic trap game. You know that game sandwiched between Nebraska and Virginia when you're playing UTSA at home on a Saturday evening. That's an absolute classic, classic trap. I love it. Yes, it is. It is. I I think that's how they drew it up. Uh, Also, I I neglected to say I wanted to give a special shout-out to the University of Illinois Police Department. They called us a very clutch tow truck while we were trying to get out of of the lot after some post-game beers. Our battery died. (laughs) So thank you so much to that very kind police officer. You bailed us out. It was only about half an hour for that person to find us. He had a very thick central Illinois accent, the tow, dri- tow truck driver. I have no idea what he said. I have oh. absolutely no idea. But all I know is that it was free. We might have slipped him a little cash for a tip for coming on by. Thank you. I think he's with RJ's Towing. Thank you, RJ's Towing. <laughs> a new sponsor, future sponsor. <laughs> Thank you, RJ's Towing. Should I be offended by the thick central Illinois accent? Yeah, that was aimed made? directly at you. That oh, was okay. definitely, All yeah. right. All right. Yeah. Do I have one? Be yeah. honest with me. Okay. No, All no. Right. You don't, I don't hear any, any drawl, any accent. Maybe when we first met, I, I wish there was audio from when we first met. Yeah. I think, I think one of the first times we met, you may have carried me on your on your shoulders in a bar in Champagne, and we barely knew each other. That sounds. I don't know right. if you recall this. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I do recall all of that. It's that's very accurate. Yeah, good times, very good times. Um, all right, that's Illinois talk. Let's talk some Gophers, and even if you're not interested in the Gophers, loyal listeners, I think you should listen to this preview that Dan Doinks has cobbled together. Dan, huge game on Thursday. In Minneapolis, or is it St. Paul? Not sure. The <laughs> Ohio State Buckeyes, they are just in fields less, but they are still a program worth monitoring. Dan, take it from here, bud. Yeah, the game's on Fox, I believe I saw. That's an odd play. I could be wrong. I don't know. Look it up in your local TiVo listings, whatever weird service you're using. DVR at TiVo, and I don't care. Uh, this is the first time Ohio State's played in Minnesota since 2014, which is uh, a little weird. That feels like a long time. Yeah, so the Gophers, let's just jump to the line, and we'll just kind of build off of that. Minnesota's plus 14 right now. They are. So, yeah, two touchdown dogs at home. Minus That's with minus 115, so a little extra juice on that. They, um, I don't know if they're covering that spread. I'll just be honest. 
Gophers have Mo Ibrahim, Ibrahim back. Uh, he'll be solid. Tanner Morgan is back. He was very mediocre last year, but the offensive line was a little sketchy. The whole right side was out the entire year last year. The O-line is back to its full strength. All of the guys, I believe, from the 2019 season, which was an awesome run, Outback Bowl champs, no big deal. So that should be helpful. So I think they're going to be able to run the ball. They're a little thin at wide receiver. Rashad Bateman is gone after he was in, out, in, out, in, out last year. But he's in the pros now with Baltimore. Should have drafted him in our league. Still regret it. The defense will probably be very mediocre again like it was last year. So that's going to give the Gophers some problems all year long. So this Thursday could get real ugly. They could hang around for a little bit, run the ball a little bit. But in the end, it's going to be the talent gap that's going to get the Gophers the and uh, Ryan Day has yet to lose a Big Ten game. Did you know that, Bill? Were you I did not know that. But I, but if you look really closely in the record books, they refused to play the Illini last year because of an alleged COVID scare. So I think that's a loss. That's a loss. <laughs> oh, you're counting that. You're counting. Yeah. That. Okay. All right. So I don't. Yeah, I don't have a ton of confidence in winning the game. I don't feel have a ton of confidence in the Gophers plus fourteen. Uh, I would hammer the over, which is 64 and a half. Uh, I actually took it at 65 because I'm a terrible gambler, and I took the number when it was a bit higher. So uh, hammer the over. If you have to take a side, I would take the Buckeyes laying two touchdowns. I don't know that I'd feel super confident either. So, yeah, that's all I got. It's not like starting your season off with Nebraska here for the Gophers. They're starting off. Uh, kind of top of the food chain here, so we'll see how it goes. Huntington Bank Stadium this year. They just changed the name. Okay. So I call it The Hunt. Okay. <laughs> you, I'm surprised you pronounced it so clearly. Uh, Spencer <laughs> especially, with cent- especially with my central Illinois accent. It's yeah, shocking exactly. that you ever to pick up on that. Uh, exactly. We are, uh, we're rolling the dice again here in, uh, in Spotify green room, uh, Spotify green room. Please send us our Hugh Robertson audio from a month ago. We would really like it, but we're giving this a shot yet again. Uh, Spencer L is in the room with us. Spencer says Ryan day is going to want to make a statement. And I think you're right, Spencer, but I think the real statement is going to come from PJ Fleck and <laughs> all of his oars. I had a very small, a uh, free wager to make on DraftKings, and I dedicated it to Gophers Moneyline. That's how confident I am there's going to be an upset on Thursday on Fox, like you said. Kind of weird. Um, yeah, it's going to happen, Dan. I think your Gophers, they've been, they've been looking for this game. They've had it circled all summer. Ohio State's going to be cocky. I'm sure they have another great quarterback, but he's not Justin Fields. So victory, it's going to be Gophers. Versus Illinois, Big Ten West, that is going to decide the. So the the statement, uh, Ryan Day making a statement. I guess it's maybe more of a winning without Justin Fields. I guess I, I, I may I guess maybe making a statement against beating the shit out of PJ Fleck, which I know gives people joy outside of the Gopher land. So yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Ryan Day wants to kick kick the shit out of the Gophers this weekend to get, get things started hot and heavy for his Buckeyes. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little nervous about it. So I'm just happy. I'm just happy Gopher football's back. I'm a little nervous that uh, national 
national television week one, it could get ugly. That's my fear. But they're going to try to run the shit out of the ball with behind that offensive line. They can't get that going. It could get real ugly quick. It could. It could. And yeah, and I guess Spencer L's logic is Ohio State wants to make a statement after getting smoked by Bama in the title game last year. So okay, uh, I, I, they're going yeah, to take it I out on see, PJ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, I, I can see that. I can, I don't disagree with that. So yeah, so that just makes me feel even worse about the Gophers' chances this weekend. But I appreciate you throwing a little cash on it, Bill. I'm going to go for upset, and I'll hang my hat on that. And wish you the best of luck, my friend. Thank you so much. That would be lovely. I. I just want to see a good game. I want everybody to have fun. I want, uh, yeah, it's great. College football is back week one, even though week zero obviously stole the spotlight because of my Illini. Fantastic job, Brett Bilama and your Illini. Thank you to the McCourts, James included. Thank you, Hugh Robertson, for looking amazing. Thank you to Blake Hayes for being the punt god. Holy shit, that guy was like the MVP of the game. That was amazing. That like coffin corner punt at the one-inch line early in the game, that was incredible. And he pretty much was responsible for getting a safety in the benefit of uh, Illinois, too. That play was weird. How weird was that on TV, by the way? Because it was very confusing. Didn't see it. I figured you weren't watching. I absolutely <laughs> It makes sense. Rick Fieldsman was watching, though. He he loved it. He was very entertained by that play. Uh, thank you for listening to this bonus episode. Thank you for hanging out in the green room, uh, green room locker room to the people that are asking questions. Thank you. I don't think that's what it's called. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. This has been Zero Dykes. Roll the boat. He dressed up like a clown for them With his face paint white and red I also have a trout pond still going in my pants, apparently. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, can you hear me now? I can. I can. Can you hear me okay? All right. You know it. You know it. So hot. So hot. (laughs) Hey, Benjamin, I'm not going to let you in the room if you can hear me. (laughs) But I love you. Hey, guys, it's season three. Have you ever wanted to follow us? 
Do it at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs. What, what, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. At Zero Doinks. Follow us. <laughs>